Hey guys, what's up? I'm on my way to work. I, I miss saying that. Those podcasts I used to make, being like, I'm on my way to work and I just talk about some cosmic bullshit. But yeah, um, anyways, um, I, uh, I started to realize something and I thought about it while I was stoned, so you know, I know it's right, but I, I thought... Like, do we choose what makes us happy, or do we just know what it is, and we, we like, we go off of that? Because, like, I'm, I'm sure, like, pedophiles know that liking children is bad. That's a very, like, general thing everyone gets a sense of. Like, you know, when you grow up, of course, you see, like, people loving people. Well, I guess, like, you see adults or teenagers loving and, like, not children, and when you do, it's always in a bad connotation, or a bad whatever that word is, so, um, fuck, I keep trying to think of the word, but I know it's not important, and you guys know what I mean, hopefully, and yeah, what I'm saying is, like, we don't really choose what makes us happy, like, I honestly believe, like, I like the things I like because they interest me, and it logically makes sense, and it's real, like, quantum physics, philosophy, I don't know if quantum physics is real, but, I mean, the first part of it is when it comes to, like, you know, all the science minus all the theoretical shit, which I also enjoy listening to and observing, but, and talking about, as you guys can see, but I, I just, I don't know, like, I realize it in, like, like, even with relationships, like, every, like, don't you notice, like, when you see a girl or a guy, or a dog, or whoever you're into, I almost said child, but whoever you're into, like, don't you notice when you see them, it's immediate, when you start liking them, it's almost like, like, two puzzle pieces click, or, or even just hobbies, it doesn't have to be a person, like, just when, when you see something you like, don't you, like, immediately get that dopamine boost, get that serotonin boost, or whatever, whatever it would be, you know, like, it, it kind of seems like what I think is our subconscious and our conscious, like, they make me feel like I'm two different people, because consciously I'll think things through, and then my feelings, my subconscious tell me to do something different, and I'm like, well, why am I arguing with myself? I, I know what I want, and... I'm feeling a different way because my feelings or my subconscious or everything that's happened to me in the past, like, I'm using all that as a reference too, of course, and it's just, what it really seems like is we have a very, very intelligent, you know, like, a mind with many possibilities, every human brain can do extraordinary things, honestly, and especially, like, I mean, even with autism, like, it can do even, like, better things, it's not so social, but that doesn't matter when, like, you invent something for the entire world to use, so, yeah, like, that's a whole different conversation, but I just, I'm starting to realize that, like, when I like things or things that make me happy, I don't, like, you don't really think about it, because liking something involves using your emotions and using your feelings, and when you're using your feelings, they don't line up with logic, because for, like, like, you can like something and be like, yeah, like, like, you, you, you could have tried crack before, or maybe coke, or just anything, like, that you know is bad, but you did it anyway, and, like, you could like that feeling, 
you could very well like that feeling and very well like that feeling okay i've never used that phrase before but you could like that feeling but then you can logically know and understand that it's bad for you and you would end up being happier not have it not having it knowing you will enjoy the feeling but you'll be happier knowing that you're safer without it and you could you could you could copy and paste that little equation of a concept I guess into really anything like with with a relationship knowing you want something but knowing they're not right for you so you're kind of at a battle with your feelings telling you to do one thing and logic telling you to do the other like I meant to say this before when I mentioned autism, but I just never did for whatever reason because I'm retarded. Um, but it, what, it, what it looks like is we have a very, we, we have a very, I don't want to say intelligent, but we just have, every human brain has many possibilities it can do. And then we have our subconscious to kind of keep things in check to like make sure our body heals when it gets cut or just make sure we're digesting food, making sure our heartbeat is the same, flowing oxygen to the brain 24-7. Like, that is what our subconscious does. And I, I remember hearing people talk about this, and someone said this beautiful reference. They said, well, our, our subconscious, or I guess it would be an analogy, but he said, you are your consciousness, and your subconscious is just, is just the computer that runs all the background bullshit information that doesn't need to be on screen. And that made a lot of sense, but he also said, it's like, it, and I think this too, it's honestly like a conscious and a subconscious is two different things. Or I mean, it, it's almost like two different people, really. Because if, if you think about just not caring, and just having no logic whatsoever and just totally flowing, just not second guessing any decisions, just totally flowing with what you honestly feel is right with the absence of logic or maybe common sense or yeah, like if you were to live your life through that with the absence of logic and just full off feelings, then I mean, your life could be amazing, but it could also be really shitty. It all depends that's why it's better to have both you need to be emotional to understand how to be human but you also need to be smart and logical to understand how to survive and like prosper i guess as gay as that sounds oh my voice cracked i hate when that does that i hate when i'm at my job and i get in an argument with someone not like an argument but like we're just fucking around or whatever and then my voice cracks and it's like ah, oh, like now i can't do anything because now i look like a bitch but <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know. That's just something that's been circling my mind for the past couple days. The fact that our subconscious, everything we feel, is much different than actually looking at things from a different perspective and understanding them and thinking about it rationally and logically. I mean, maybe you can feel happy thinking about something logically, but... (coughs) (coughs) Excuse me. But, I mean, you could feel happy thinking about something logically, but it's not the same as actually feeling it because then that's a pseudo feeling you're going off of i know this is the right answer so i'm happy because i know it is right but then you have your body telling you well there really is no right or wrong it's just chemicals flow and they make you feel a certain thing whether that be love or drugs or 
anything. I get it's love, drugs, and then other. That's kind of like that kind of encapsulates the whole universe, I guess. But anything that makes you happy can easily just make you unhappy, especially with a relationship, and that fucks everything up. Because your subconscious is telling you one thing because it just wants to be happy, but your conscious is telling you another thing because it just wants to be happy. Both sides of you want to be happy, but both sides don't understand, like, aren't 100% confident of saying, if I go to this person, will I be happy? Or if I don't go, will I end up being happy? Or will I regret it? No matter what you do, no matter what anyone does, in the end, subconsciously or consciously, whether they thought about the action or not, what and what anything anyone does is for their benefit and not in like a fuck everyone everyone sucks type of way but in a way we're like if you're thirsty you'll go get water it's for your benefit if you feel like you need to you know like you guys get it so if everything you do in the end is just aimed towards making you happy then shouldn't we not worry about oh well I feel this way and then I feel this way because both sides of you logical and emotional are just trying to make you happy so what I what I have concluded with this conundrum I've been feeling like I've uh, yeah I'm not gonna go into that but what I feel or what I logically think is right which I don't know which one is more correct I guess it'd be a logical side here but It's good to have both. Like, you need to be emotional enough to enjoy life and realize that happiness, yes, is a chemical, and happiness is a choice, and, well, I mean, it's debatable whether it's a choice or not, but what I'm saying is, you can be emotional enough to enjoy life, to break down that, that barrier of well, nothing matters, and everything is just living and dying cells, and you could break down everything to a logical math or science equation or a sci- or philosophical concepts. Like, everything just is as it is. There's nothing special. So what's the point of feeling happy? And, like, I understand that. It's a very narcissistic way of thinking, and I've felt that way for almost my whole childhood until I started doing drugs, and then I realized, okay, well, there's an emotional side of me, I guess. I guess I can be happy. <clears throat> I guess I can be happy and let my guard down and realize, yes, I will die, and yes, I'm going to make a bunch of mistakes, and I might love this person, and then 10 years down the road, without me knowing, they could just not love me, and then that would fuck me over, or, or, or even that's the only fucking analogy I could think of because that's the only thing. <laughs> I, I mean, it works with drugs too. Like, if you want to trip on acid, but half of your body is not whatever. You guys fucking get the you guys get the gist. But yeah, you can be emotional enough to enjoy life and not think about death, or at least come to terms with death logically. And you also have your logical side, but. That kind of makes everything look dim and dark because it categorizes everything. And it, I mean, it gives you a perspective on your reality, especially when you're dealing with philosophy, just generally thinking logically instead of using your emotions. It it does give you a new perspective on reality and lets you live a certain way. And I've, logic, I say logic like the fucking rapper. Logic himself has helped me, not the rapper, I fucking hate logic, but logic the concept of logic has helped me, uh, like, I don't want to say get over depression, but I mean, like, 
it, like, if I didn't logically think about things, like, to an extent where I'd be explaining it to you, and it'd be a turnoff, and it'd be annoying, like, that deep, I guess, like, I've used logic to sum up everything, and, like, it's sad, because there will be, like, people that I like, or drugs I want to do, or experiments I want to, really, it's, what I'm saying is there, there are things that I want to do that I know might not logically work out the way I want them to, like going into college for philosophy or moving out, but it's cheaper to live with your parents, I guess, because there's no rent and you don't have to pay for groceries, and like every every question you could ask yourself, you could answer it two different ways. You could think what's best for the long term and what's best for the short term, and emotionally you might be better if you just totally let down logic i mean i guess i see like you are yourself so anything you feel is based off of everything you felt in the past so if you got rid of logic then you really wouldn't be yourself but if you ignored it and you weren't forcing yourself to ignore it but you just genuinely didn't care about the consequences or the effects afterwards then you, I mean, you would be using your emotional side, and you would be 100% you, it wouldn't be, you, like, like, okay, that, this is what I'm talking about, when you die, and you go to hell, they, they say that you'll stay there forever, and you'll feel pain forever, but logically thinking, no matter, like, if you feel pain at a part of your body, it, it'll tell you, obviously, and you'll, like, it'll fucking hurt, but, I mean, depending on what the pain is and what's just the situation, your body will adapt. After, like, a couple mi- like, you'll go numb in certain areas because your body's like, okay, well, this fucking hurts and it's causing me stress and it doesn't look like there's a way out, so I'm just gonna have to... I don't know the fucking science behind it. I just know that if you're, if you, like, are getting stabbed in the ankle multiple times by demons in hell, then logically your body is gonna do something about that. But if it's not going to do something, then you're not you. You are in hell and you're able to feel pain, but parts of your personality are stripped away for you to not only live the experience of hell, but not be happy. Because can you be happy in hell? Well, hell is not meant to be happy, so you might not be able to be happy. But if we were to strip away the thing in your essence, the thing in your chemistry, the thing in your personality, if we were to strip that away so you would be sad forever in hell, then you wouldn't be you. We wouldn't be punishing you. We'd be punishing a version of you that lacks a human characteristic that we all have. So it's just like a semi-human at that point. Or partly brain dead. Because half of your brain is used for logic. So... I mean... Yeah, it's with that, like, you can still be, you can still tend to your emotions and ignore, not be ignorant towards logic, but ignore it for the time being and still be happy, but you could also be logical and happy, but I've always found myself, when I'm logical and happy, it always ends up in me at the finish line going, I'm here, and I'm not happy, and I got what I want, and I'm happy I did that, but right now... I feel like this was a waste, and you could, you could do that with college, you could, I mean, obviously, everyone needs to graduate high school, but, like, with college especially, or just really any, I keep saying college, relationship, and drugs, 
which has been my life for the past, you know, year. But I guess that's why I'm mentioning it so much. There's the subconscious at work making decisions without your consent. I don't know. I, I just think it's fucking crazy that you make millions of decisions a day. Not millions, but you make a bunch of decisions a day based on past events that you're not even thinking of. Like, you will act a certain way towards someone based on how your year-long relationship with your ex treated you. Because that will change your fucking life forever. You're only here for under 100 years. So if one of those years was spent in a very, like, intense love relationship, then it's going to change how you are forever. And imagine how many relationships people get into. Like, everything everyone does is will change it's the butterfly effect i just i just described the butterfly effect there's no reason for me to describe it you guys probably already know what it is i'm just trying to make myself sound smarter by making it seem like i know things but realistically all this shit is on google i'm not smart i just know information and then i learn more information around that and then when people don't understand it they assume it's out of their element But really, philosophy is something everyone can understand, and it's something everyone should understand, giving you a different perspective on life. It's not always good to live in a narrow path. (sighs) Anyways, with that being said, I'm going to go to work now, guys. I love you. Y'all be safe. I'm happy I made this podcast. I know I haven't been making podcasts in a long fucking minute, but I've just been working and getting stoned and not wanting to really do anything. And I'm not depressed. I just, like, like I just kind of look at life and it's like, alright, like, that's cool. Like, I'll move out. That'll be fun. I'll probably have sex more than likely as a human with, like, I mean, I'm not ugly, but I'm not, like, Robert Downey Jr. Or no, no, no. Johnny Depp. No, no. What, is it Jason Mimoso or Mimosa from, like, Aquaman? That nigga sexy. Anyways, what I'm saying is, like, I know, like, I'll be happy in the future. I know I'll, like, experience certain drugs, certain people, certain new concepts, new emotional sides of me. I'll grow. And I, like, I look forward to that. But then I just, I, like, I breathe and I take a look at all of it in one, like, concept, I guess. Like, one area. Just, like, if you can look at your whole life with one view, I guess, like, if it was, like, a timeline, I'm saying, and you could see, like, oh, this will happen, and then this will happen, and then this will happen, and you can look at it from just one, like, not one perspective, but if you could look in one direction and see your entire life and every action that you would do on a written timeline is what I'm, like, literally one perspective, like, if you could see that, like, would you be happy? Would you want to live your life? Like, it's already... It's going to happen because you made it happen. And even if fate isn't real, then whatever you do, if you really want it hard enough, you can make it happen. And if you don't want it hard enough, you won't make it happen. So your reality is basically what you want it to be. And there's so many other philosophical concepts pertaining to that one topic where everything you perceive is wrong and there's everything is just small cells and you only perceive it because you're so big but there's other things you can't see because you're so big and there's many things you can't see because you're so small like we are algae compared to the entire universe like we don't know shit we don't see shit we don't understand shit we just know that we don't know and i'm looking forward to knowing a little bit more but what's the point 
Like, if you're going to live your life and you're going to do it, I know I might, you know, I'll be happy, but, like, what's the point when you can die, I guess? I'm sorry to get depressing, but, like, if I could, if I could die and just experience death without having anyone related to me or any of my friends being sad, but they'll just be like, dude, did you hear, like, Cameron died, like, he knows what's up now. Like, if that could happen, and, like, no one would be sad, I'd take that shit in a heartbeat. I want to know what the fuck is going on behind death. And, like, I guess I will. And I used to live by this philosophy, like, you will die, so you might as well enjoy life while you're here. Like, why not? Like, you can enjoy it, so just enjoy it then. But, I don't know. I'm just fighting with my logic, my logical side and my emotional side. And everyone has a logical, emotional side, but sometimes they don't think enough for either one of them to really prosper. So it just kind of seems like a one set decision from someone who is you, rather than you accounting for all these variables and what you want and what you don't want in the future and how you felt in the past and all that. It's all bullshit. Honestly, nothing really matters, guys. I love you. I'm going to go in the work. Please be safe out there. Enjoy your life and goodbye. Hey guys, um, so right now I'm just taking out a lot of my 10 braids, like 10 or 11, I think it's 12, I don't know, but I just do this thing where like I put a reverse mohawk of braids on my head, which means I leave the top alone and I put the braids on the sides, so when my hair is down, all you see is the hair, but then there's braids coming out from the bottom. Honestly, it's a visual thing, I can't explain it. But, yeah, I wanted to talk about um, something I thought about today, which is um, the circle of life. So, basically, when, let's say, if you watch a hawk or an owl, or I don't really know, I'm not that good with animals, but if (laughs) if you watch an animal kill another animal, the first thing you think of is, oh, that's sad, but you know, that's the circle of life. I mean, if that animal didn't kill the other animal, then the hunter would die. So it's either the hunter that's going to have to suffer, or it's going to have to be the prey that's going to suffer. Now, in the end, one person has to suffer. Person. I meant one animal. One animal has to suffer. And that's objectively true. If one animal is going to survive, another animal has to suffer. Now, if you look at capitalism in America, it's basically the same exact thing. If I, let, let's, say, let, let's say I start selling weed or whatever. We'll go back in time here. Let's say I start selling a bunch of weed and I go to all my friends and I'm like, hey, look, I'm selling. And they're like, oh, cool. Okay, well, now I want to buy from you. And I give them good prices and all that. Well, they are being happy because they're buying weed. And I'm happy because I'm making money. But someone else is going to have to make money to feed their family by selling weed. Because they might have the same connections I have. Or just with a different person or what have you. So that means, objectively speaking, no matter what you do, whether you're the buyer, the seller, the hunter, the prey, someone standing on the sidelines, someone has to get hurt for someone else to be happy. Now, in the animal kingdom, we'll go, we'll, go from cap, we'll go from the animal kingdom, the capitalism, to the animal kingdom. Now, 
in the animal kingdom, it's the same thing. One has to suffer for the other to survive. But humans are kind of the same way, but can humans live in a way where no one has to suffer and everyone survives? I mean, when it comes to selling weed and the whole game, quote unquote, the whole game of the trap game, if you will, of someone selling and then someone stealing customers and now hunters happy, prey is not, that whole shenanigan. Is, is there a way for everyone to be happy and for no one to suffer? Well, in that specific sense with the trap game, I hate saying trap game because I'm white, but like it is exactly, that is what it is, the trap game. That's the example I'm giving. I mean, if one person, if no one were to suffer, then there would have to be one whole area dedicated to one dealer or one shop if it was legalized because let i mean in this in this fantasy world i'm talking about let's just say they legalized it and that that's how you would stop that by having one localized dealer or one shop that everyone could go to and it's an area thing it's based on area so someone isn't going to drive 40 minutes out from here to there just to buy weeds. So everyone is happy with one localized dealer. And that's just an example of the trap game, of the whole circle of life, of how no one has to suffer and everyone can be happy. But in the animal kingdom, is it the same way? Well, I would think not because there are carnivores out there and they have to eat meat. They, if you're a carnivore, you can only eat meat. And if you're only able to eat meat, then that means someone has to fucking die. So objectively speaking, in nature, there has to be suffering for someone else to be happy. And you could look at that through your own experiences. If you if you grow up as a child and you're always happy, you live the rich life, you have maids, you never have to clean, you are never taught discipline, you're always happy because you always have money, you always have some bud growing up, you always get your drink, get your maids, get the jewelry, the cars, all that, and you grow up that way. So if you grow up with all of those fantasy riches, then what are you going to work for in life? I mean, objectively, yeah, a relationship would make you happy. Love is the answer, so that would make you happy. But is that the only thing out there that could make you happy if you're rich? I mean, what makes me happy is growing and learning. I genuinely am happy because I can grow and I can learn. But if you're already grown and you've already learned everything, then I can't be happy anymore. It's like poor people are going to be sad because they're poor until they end up on top or until they end up getting that hit song or they end up getting this one deal if they're selling weed or all this shit. If you're sad and you're on the bottom, that means everything above you can make you happy. But if you're sad and you're on top, then everything on top will make you happy, just like if you're poor or if you're me and you like growing and learning is what makes you happy. But if you're already on top, there is no growing to do. There is no learning. So does that mean we should change what makes us happy? 
by it shouldn't be materialistic or does that mean yeah i guess that's exact i'm speaking out of my ass here none of this is scripted by the way but i mean objectively speaking if growing and learning and going to school and meeting and doing other things makes you happy eventually it's going to run out so there has to be one thing that makes you happy objectively makes you happy that doesn't harm anyone else but also doesn't run out because materialistic things can make you extremely happy and depending on who you are and how you were raised you could be happy being rich your entire life and doing nothing but i mean realistically speaking like as a normal human being with an average iq i mean eventually the fast cars the money the women the drugs it's gonna fade away it's just gonna become what your reality is and it's not gonna be oh i'm happy because i'm sober and i'm gonna get high it's gonna be i'm high and i don't know what makes me happy after you get used to all the drugs the money and what have you etc okay i took out i think six braids so far it really helps talking and having something to do on the side because like with my ADHD ass or I don't know if I have ADHD I just overthink a lot or maybe it's not overthinking but it's just more than what other people spend their energy on I don't know or care but back to what I was saying fuck what was I saying and I'm sober I don't know how I'm still forgetting shit um so that one thing so even even in a relationship if love is the answer and we all know anyone that's done acid anyone that's over the age of 20 or anyone that has actually experienced life a fraction of it at least for what it is then people understand objectively speaking love and attention makes people happy but then you have to think okay well what do you have to do to gain that love well it's obvious what i'm getting at now if you understand what i'm saying but if you get into a relationship and it doesn't work out at least for you, but not for them. For them, they love it, but it doesn't work out for you because it's not making you happy. Then the other person will also have to... Su- not also, but the other person will have to suffer as you are happy breaking up with them and then meeting someone else and being happy in that way. The other person has to suffer by going through the breakup and then remembering all the cute little shit you did with them. And then now they have to find someone else to replicate or substitute that feeling with. So, objectively speaking, no matter what you do, you have to be sad to be happy. And it's a part of life. Which means, which means, if you are sad, that doesn't mean you should be like, well, I'm sad, this is bad, I need to be happy right away. Yes, that is your natural instincts, because being sad is objectively, I don't want to say wrong. I use the word objectively a lot nowadays, I'm sorry. You'll notice through my podcast, like, the certain words I use, and I'll go through phases of using the word consciousness because of the shit that I'm learning and talk about, or psychedelic, or just all that shit. But what I'm saying is, if you're sad... It just means you're going to be happy another time. And if you're happy, it just means you're going to be sad at another time. Not now, but in another time. And that's what people don't understand, is time. Time is an amazing concept to think about and dwell on. Because it, it's so fucking interesting, in my, at least in my opinion. Because 
no matter what you do and how you feel and what you're doing right now, tomorrow, all of that can change just through time. And we all fo- like we're all focusing on the future and like that's something that can make someone happy, sacrificing their happiness now so they can be happy in the future. Or you can reverse that and just do drugs so you can be even happier now but sacrifice your happiness in the future. But then again, if nothing matters and we're all going to die, then wouldn't it be more correct to be happy now and not in the future? Because if you set yourself up to be happy for the future, eventually the present is going to hit again when that present hit. But eventually the present, you're always going to be living in the present no matter what you do. If you're thinking of the future, you're thinking of what the present will be like in a couple minutes or in a couple weeks or months or years or whatever. So really, I mean, time is kind of like a blanket over reality that I don't want to say is controlling, but fades things out easily. And man, there's so much more I could go on with this, but I'm going to start making shorter podcasts because the hour, two hour long ones, I mean, I don't see myself... I don't want to say blowing up, but I think more people will likely listen to shorter podcasts rather than a lot of information at once. But I'm going to stop this one here. I love you guys. You guys be safe out there. And I hope everyone has a beautiful day. What's up, y'all? It's currently 1.20 in the morning. I'm cooling it. Partially stoned at my parents' house like a G. Um, I was just thinking about this. I've been thinking about it for a while, but you're just kind of, we're we're just placed here on this earth for no reason whatsoever. No pamphlet, nothing to give anything purpose, but you are just placed here on earth and then told what to do. And then all you have to look for is the future. And then death is like a thing that you start to understand when you're older. And then you have like a set, okay, well, I'm going to die in this many years. So I kind of want to live my life out this way. And however you plan to live your life out, whatever. But I think it's crazy the fact that you're just placed here. You're born with no reason, just the drunken mistake of your parents at their friend's party Because shit went south, and they don't have self-control, but that's a whole nother story. You're just placed here on this earth for no fucking reason, and then just told what to do. When, when, When I think about that, I think, well, if I'm forced here, if I was given this life just through mistake or just through mishap of science, I think I might as well enjoy it. Like, what's the point of being forced into something and then being upset about it if we were forced into something as living and being you know a whole human that type of deal when you walk into one of those situations being a human but if you're forced into a situation where you're it's just black right and then you wake up and then you're just a child and then your reality is everything you learn from there and all that. I mean, what's the point of being upset 
if you're forced to be here. You can't really go anywhere except this earth. And I mean, you death is the only other real place your consciousness can go towards, if not your own body. If you feel upset in the life you're given with your parents, if they're drug users, and have given you a very shitty childhood, I've stumbled across those more times than I've wanted to. And those people that live that life where their parents were heavy drug users and they weren't really raised right as a child and they kind of look to death as, you know, the solution to it all. I mean, to an extent, death is a solution because it gives you a frame of reference. Like, if death wasn't a thing then would you really want to live forever? I mean, I've been here for 20 years, and I don't really want to be here much longer than another 20 years. Like, I think I said this in my last podcast. Damn it, I can't be reusing jokes, Cameron. But I don't know. The fact that we're just placed here with no purpose and then just told what to do, I think that's fucking crazy. And I thought of this, too. Get ready for round two, y'all. I thought, like, okay, well, this life, it has no purpose, you can say, because everything that has a purpose or value is given by humans. But if you are a human, then doesn't that kind of give you the right to define your own life? Although life and the purpose of being alive is undefinable. Is that a word? undefinable, ill-defined, whatever you would call it, you yourself gives you the purpose of your own life. So if you say you don't have a purpose, then you're damn fucking right. You don't because you're the one making that decision. You are the dictionary in this case. You give yourself the wall of reality to live in. Wall was not a good analogy, but listen if you like how do i say this like a tomato plant if you just look at a tomato plant growing you won't see tomatoes or even a cannabis plant that's even better if you see a cannabis plant and you see it grow it looks like nothing it's just a green seed it looks like all it's not a green seed it's just greenery stemming from a seed And it looks like all the other plants. It's just chilling, and it's green, and it's growing, water, soil, that that whole dealio. And then it ends up growing, and then boom, marijuana. And then it dies out after a while, after its purpose is lived. And that's kind of how we are. We are the very, and it's an amazing analogy to use, because plants are the only, plants and animals are the only other living thing we can look at that isn't human, that can give us some form or frame of reference to why we're here. Think, why are animals here? I mean, if you look at animals and the way they are and the way they evolve and certain biological things they have on them, biologically you can say, like, yeah, all right, well, you guys obviously evolved from other animals, so there is something following you guys, giving you guys purpose, because you had fangs at one point in this age, and through time you evolved to have this set of biological characteristics. 
So, biologically, you are given a purpose through evolution. The hairs on your skin, whether, I mean, like, what, the hairs on our skin? I, um, I read somewhere that we, uh, when we get cold or when we feel frightened, the hairs on our skin goes upwards and, like, sticks out and shit, and that's supposed to be, that's supposed to be from the evolutionary trait from millions of years ago when animals would feel scared their hair goes up to make them seem bigger so other animals would it's basically a a sign of fuck off when your hair is much more bigger than like you seem bigger as an animal and then all the other animals are scared of you i don't know this is what just evolution do i mean evolution like it's the same shit that let babies and chimpanzees by the way this is a shared characteristic between the two human babies and monkey chimpanzees not chimpanzees but just monkeys in general i don't know why they have to be a certain whatever when if you stick your finger inside a baby's hand like it kind of seems very natural how they just grab on and because they're not looking at it they're not focusing on it because they're a fucking child like for real but it just seems natural it's because biologically i guess through time it just made sense to give monkeys that evolution trait of having things placed in their hand and them naturally grabbing onto it because i read somewhere A lot of my shit that I say stems from I read somewhere because it's just me stoned on YouTube looking at 40 minute documentaries of theories and shit. And I'm like, oh, I'm gonna mention that in my next argument. So I sound like I know what I'm talking about. But really, it's all theories. Everything's a fucking theory when it comes to our existence. But as I was saying, um, chimp monkeys have that trait of grabbing on the things naturally because if a baby falls from the mother nest or branch or whatever the fuck monkeys lived in, then they could just grab onto a branch naturally and boom, their lives were saved. And I guess, over, and I mean, this is like a real thing, so I don't even feel like a dumb stoner. Third time I use the word stone in this podcast. I don't even feel like a dumb stoner, like, just saying this shit. Like, it's fact, like, everyone knows this. You put your hand in a baby's hand, and that nigga grabs your hand, like, with no reason to. He just does it. So, biologically, I mean, it makes sense to say that through time and evolution, this trait was given amongst monkeys as well. And it's the same thing with a monkey. Monkey does the same thing when it's a baby. And, yeah. But this whole thing, this whole podcast was just me to say that life is defined through what you define it as. Because, I mean, you can look at a plant and say, oh, well, that nigga ain't shit. He's just a stem. And then once he grows, boom, that's cannabis. You can smoke that shit and then think about the universe. So... Over time, your purpose will show. And maybe it's not time that will unreveal. Unreveal? I meant to say reveal, but the word unreveal doesn't make any sense. Because it would be the opposite of reveal, which would be hiding. 
So what I meant to say was, through time, your purpose will reveal itself. And if time won't reveal the purpose for you, then you will reveal the purpose for you. Because you are that stem or that seed thinking, what's the purpose of this life? Will you give it purpose through what you can produce? And plants produce what they produce because they are biologically functioned to produce what they produce. But you are biologically functioned to be a whole person. And that's fucking crazy. Because you think about it, if you think about it, a whole person can think about anything and do anything they want. Therefore, just as a plant is biologically biologically bound to grow whatever that plant does, you're biologically bound to do whatever your mind does whatever it does. Your purpose in life is what you make it. That's all I'm trying to say. I love you guys. I hope you have a good night. What's going on, y'all? It's Cameron in the cut. I, I should really add background music to this. But, like, I don't know how to do all that. I mean, it's probably real simple, like, in the settings, but whatever. It's just going to be me talking. Hello. Anyways, um, essentially, I don't know why I said essentially, but basically, like, okay. So I thought about this, right? Now, we all, like, I don't think everyone craves power, but, like you you like you would want power like anyone that would find money on the floor would grab that money anyone that would have you know opportunities in a business whether that be investing or just a percentage or whatever like most people if it's you know an opportunity for them to get up in life to you know make sure their family is secure make sure their kids are secure you know, some people don't want all that power because they're aware that with a bunch of power comes responsibility. Just like in that one Spider-Man movie. Was it the first one? No, it was, yeah, it was the first one because Uncle Ben said it before he died. Spoiler alert, Uncle Ben dies in Spider-Man 1. But just in case y'all haven't seen that fucking decade-old movie, it's probably, it's honestly, I think it's more than a decade old. When did, when, when did Spider-Man 1 come out? Like 2000? I'm gonna just straight up say 2004, but, like, I'm gonna look that up afterwards. I'm just gonna look it up at the end of this podcast, because now I'm gonna keep thinking about it, and it's gonna distract me, but it's true. With power comes responsibility. Like, running a country, if you, okay, if you're the dictator of a country, you, your, your wealth is whatever the fuck the country is worth, and some of the richest dudes were basically, you know, at the top of the empire, or however, would dynasty be the right right word? I don't fucking know. Either way. Now, if you think about this in the perspective... Oh my god, my dog is going really far out in the yard. Okay. Like, it's fenced in, but, like, it's fenced in, like, houses later. So, like, now she's in, like, our neighbor's neighbor's... Yeah, anyways. Fucking... 
if if you think about you know the concept of power through God's eyes, like every anyone would want to be God for at least like ten minutes or so, like just to fuck around, you know, float in space, create shit, destroy shit. You know how it goes. I mean, I don't think anyone knows how it goes. It's fucking God, but they like if you had the power to of all powers just to do literally anything you want to manipulate reality to make life to destroy life i mean you would basically have the answers to everything along with just knowing everything because you created everything like there's nothing new there's almost not a reason to live because when you think about your reason to live it's really just to explore like like when you're young you think about oh i wonder what it's going to be like to have a job and like have a girlfriend and then like sex is a thing and then all these other different type of drugs and then your first car and then living on your own and then eventually having kids and raising them and then retiring and then being old and then fucking dying like you think about that and generally that's what most people's life are gonna go about unless they like you know die early on which sucks but that's not the point the point is if god has all this power eventually it's gonna get fucking boring i mean especially after creating humans and then after creating all this shit and the dinosaurs and what have you like after experimenting and basically pushing reality itself to its limits or the limits that you created for it or even past the limits i mean once you get to a certain point i mean it's probably pretty fucking boring up there being god so as god i there are only two different ways that our life can be explained or at least a portion of our life and our perspective on this reality that we live in uh if if god logically if god was real then we would have to have free will unless he was just you know a dick and just said okay well i'm going to create you guys and you guys are going to like you know be alive and make your own decisions but overall your life is going to end here you're going to have this many kids and this is what your career is going to be but overall you can do whatever you want like free will and all that you know and i mean like to a certain extent i believe that could be real but like still like that gets fucking boring knowing everything that's gonna happen like if you know everything that's gonna happen then you're not living life day by day or however god perceives it you're just you're living in a book and you know it's gonna happen at the end but you're just on this track and even though you know it's going to happen at the end, you're still on the track. And eventually that track gets boring because you've been on it so many different times with so many different lives, with so many different versions of reality, doing whatever you want. So I I can't find my dog. Okay. Penny Lit. You know, I'm just going to hope for the best. Hopefully she didn't get like fucking eaten by like a crocodile because it's Florida, you know. Okay, you know what? I I trust her to make the right decisions or run, you know? Because, like, if she gets fucking eaten, that's... I wouldn't want a dog that can't, you know, survive in the wild. Then again, I couldn't survive in the wild, so who am I to say I want a dog that can survive? Anyways, that's besides the point.
Um, fuck, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Basically, God. <laughs> okay. If, eventually God is just going to get bored of everything. So, wouldn't it make sense for God to do the one thing that would actually bring something new into his life, which would be to purposely make himself ignorant, or to spread his consciousness through humans, letting them have free will, because if God knows everything, and can do everything and anything, whenever he wants, then, I mean, he would be the only one with true free will, if he created everything, and the timeline of everything, and where everything is going to be, and stops, and all that shit. Wouldn't it make sense for God, with his infinite power, to do the one thing to make him not have infinite power, which is to basically be a human? And I thought about that when I was, like, younger, and I thought, well, with all that power God has, I mean, just like I said 50 million times in this, what is it, under 10 minutes of a podcast now, it would get boring. So eventually... God's gonna have to do something to excite himself. I mean, he's still a being, I suppose. Unless what excites him is observing humans and not living it. But honestly, like, there's only so many times you can learn something new until everything is just not new. And with him, as... Fuck, I really can't see my dog. I gotta end this soon. She might... Whatever. I'm not going to distract myself like I usually do. Oh, fuck. I just got distracted again. Forgot what I was talking about. But yeah, basically, for God to be real, logically, I mean, over time, or whatever he perceives reality in, it's going to get pretty boring. And I've said that too many times now. So I'm just going to, like, try and not say that anymore, I suppose. But... What I think is he spread his consciousness or he spread his like his I guess God is everything, which kind of makes it which kind of just makes him not believable to begin with. Like, but because that's usually what people say, but it'd make more sense to me that God would spread his being, I suppose, through humans and every living organism ever. And he he just experiences life through what other people experience which is through ignorance unless they you know unveil that ignorance and maybe do psychedelics or meditate or what have you like all the hippie shit to unveil reality just that much more i mean it just makes sense that if there was a god then he wouldn't be sitting in the sky observing us saying, well, that's right and that's wrong. Because if he made everything, he understands that right and wrong are just for what humans believe are right and wrong. Because no matter what religion says, I mean, at one point in the Bible, he led homie up to a mountain and then, like, he almost killed his fucking kid just in the name of God. And on top of that, even, like, with or without God, how do you know that dude didn't have schizophrenia? I forgot who it was or when or what it was, but I know this dude was led up to a mountain because God fucking told him so, and he was about to kill his kid, but then God was like, bro, chill, I was just playing. 
no, don't do all that. It's cool. And then I don't know what happened afterwards, but it sounds like I'm describing a dream. Yeah, I can't find my dog. I gotta end the podcast soon. All I'm saying is, if God was real, he wouldn't be sitting in the sky on his fat ass judging everyone. He would be experiencing life through what humans see. And he wouldn't know this either. He would just be life itself which kind of answers the question i honestly think what humans perceive to be god is just life itself whether god or nature like uh, i I wouldn't say nature and god are the same thing but that sounds retarded it's like saying jesus and god are the same thing (laughs) if you watch trailer park boys oh my god it's fucking hilarious when ricky refers to god as jesus god he goes the jesus god man in the sky it's so funny Holy shit. Fuck, I'm distracted again. I forgot what I was talking about. You guys get the gist of what I'm saying. And I'd like to hear your opinions back. And I always say that, but no one ever says anything. It's always, like, some 13-year-old kid, or it's just, like, some Indian dude going, You are very smart. And, like, I say that as if it happens all the time, but it's it's happened twice. On, like, well, I mean, four times, two with the Indians, the two other times with the little kids <laughs> but i love you guys i hope i hope you think about this or do whatever you want with this piece of information that only 10 people will view and then it'll eventually just get lost in the thousands of podcasts that are much more popular popular than this one i hope you guys didn't notice my list was much either in this podcast i'm trying to hold that back but i mean that's just my fucking mouth like i can't control that shit Oh, that's that's what she said. Anyways, I love you guys. Be safe out there.